Recording in progress. That means that we're live. We are live, live. from the podcast room. <laughs> Finally back. Yes. 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 A very special edition of Screen Heat Miami, which is co-hosted by my good friend Kevin Sharpley, J.O. Martinez, with our very special guest today, the chief executive and co-founder of the Miami Media and Film Market, Patty Arias. Hi guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Time. Yes. And as of course, that leads us to the perfect segue of our sponsors, which of course are the Miami Medium Film Market. <laughs> Chemical. Kijik Multimedia. And Cinevision. Yes. Yes. We're all here and we're all talking about something very special today, which is the 12th anniversary conference of the MMFM. So I think we should jump into it. But before we do that, I think we should get a little history. What do you think, Kevin? Let's give some history. So, yeah. Patty, why don't you talk to us about the earliest days of MMFM and, and how it's come along in the past 12 years? In the dark ages, when I used to work with Gloria Swanson. <laughs> That's a joke. Probably You guys probably don't remember who Gloria Swanson is. No, we started this about 12 years ago with JL. And it's really uh, progressed into a global a global market and a global event, which um, works year round to foster and foment creatives Miami and Miami IP. And um, I pass it over to you guys right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that's a good start of the foundation, but it's evolved so much over the years. Can we talk a little bit about the evolution that that has brought us to 12? Yeah, it's 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 really amazing because I remember back in the day, I mean, when we first did it, we only had like 35 people in the audience and we started with Bollywood because um, we always had that vision that us being Hispanic and, you know, Miami is so diverse, but we wanted to focus more. Like if, if JL and I would have just concentrated on the Latin market, we would have been stuck there. There's a lot of things that have happened between then and now, and and um, but it evolved organically, and we're really proud that it's truly a global brand, and that what we're interested in, in not in developing our creatives, but so the world can see them, not just a specific box. You know, we're, we're not box people. We're we're inclusive and we're organically diverse, which is a really really good thing. Yeah, I mean, this is really great because there's been countries that the MMFM has partnered with over the years. Yeah. And then those countries have changed over the years. So, yeah, but I think that that our big our big coup was when because we, we did Bollywood the first year, right, JL? And then the second year was Turkey. And then and, and we had uh, China. Because China had, you know, China was really interested in working with the West. But then when we went with the UK, knowing that the UK was involved in everything all over the place, I think that really centered us. And then from there, with your, you, you guys are so cool and smart and, and know where everything is and everything. I can only say amazing things about both the both of you um, is where we are today. And um, I mean, the roster of speakers that that thanks to all of us, we've been able to have this year or are going to have. I mean, it will knock anybody's socks off. 
Yeah, I mean, we're really excited about this year. And, you know, we're talking about the different countries that the MMFM has partnered with. I mean, it really is truly an international outreach yeah. because it's not just partnering with the co- countries, but it's also bringing people from around the world. So that's pretty amazing. And we're kind of always ahead of the curve. You know, we, we when we went with the UK, we were ahead of that curve, you know, and and now with the us being Latin or, or Spanish, um, this is the first year that we're really going to have a very, very, very uh, strong Spanish presence. And after all their hits and money heist, and like you said, when they were here for their first trip in March, that Spain is on fire, they'll never forget that. They keep telling me that all the time. They'll yes. never forget you. But you're memorable anyway, so so it's it's just really cool. This is really great because when you say Spanish, that that Spain and Spain really has been doing so many things. I mean, you mentioned Money Heist. A lot of the biggest shows, when you think of Netflix, have come from Spain. Yeah, yeah. And also the, the involvement of Spain in it's it's not just local. It's, it's Spanish, local Spanish consumption. It's um, it's for global consumption. And then what the article that JL sent that you guys read that JL sent me to read. That's really interesting that, uh, and yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was with the Turkish consul general, the new Turkish consul general, who's a woman. And uh, she was mentioning Netflix presence in Turkey. So I think thanks to the, or the pandemic uh, kind of like unleashed this thirst for people to continue to want to see content and not just maybe now they want to get into the more specifics of it's of uh, like not a Marvel cartoon or or a, a big brand, but even <coughs> excuse me, local stories. Which yeah. then again, if you tell a local story, and the story has universal appeal, it'll appeal it'll appeal globally, and that's what happened in France with the series Lupin that I am with Omar C that I'm totally hooked on. So I think that it's, 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 uh, it's really an exciting time for the industry and it's going to be an exciting MMFM. And I hope that everybody really gets on our, our website and registers. Um, it's important. And it's, if you guys want the opportunity to really be able to pitch, cause they're here to listen to Miami creatives and to listen to Miami stories, they know that Florida, that Miami, Miami Dade has an incentive, but it's a limited incentive, and they know all that. And when you guys speak about the heavy hitters that we're bringing, there, I don't think there's anywhere in the United States that, and, and uh, we have a boutique market, so it'll give the participants the opportunity of really being able to speak one-on-one in the hallway, in the bar, in a restaurant, at the Biltmore with somebody as big as like Brenda Gilbert. I mean, you guys can explain Brenda Gilbert and Braun. I mean, that's, that doesn't happen anywhere. And she and the other people that are coming must have seen something in Miami and in Miami creators that they want to come here. So I encourage everybody to register. We've made it extremely uh, affordable because we understand the the economic situation that we're all of us are going through right now so we lowered our prices but 
we do this with the help of Miami-Dade County. I want to mention that. I want, I want to mention the Miami-Dade County Commission, Pepe Diaz, and of course, our godmother, Raquel Regalado, and uh, the mayor uh, that have been, that truly, truly believe in what we're doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that we have uh, great momentum going into this year. And as Patty mentioned, the website is getting populated now with some amazing speakers that are coming in. So if you go to MiamiMediaFilmMarket.org and you click up at the top and you'll see the latest speakers as they come in every day. Uh, but it's a really impressive lineup. Again, you mentioned Brenda Gilbert, who's the co-founder and president of Braun. For those of you who don't know, Braun Media Corporation and Braun Studios it's been behind some of the biggest blockbusters of the last decade, almost since they got their start in Vancouver in 2010, but they were involved in the Joker film that did amazing box office. They just uh, did house of Gucci recently. They were also involved in films like uh, ghostbusters afterlife, but also these indie darlings like licorice pizza. They've also expanded into television. Uh, one of their companies was a producer on uh, Euphoria, the big HBO hit. They're gotten into animation with the Willoughby's on Netflix, and they have a whole new slate of animation projects as well. They've even gone into Across the Pond, one of uh, Patty's favorites, a, a French production, Call Your Agent, which will now be done out of the UK with Braun. I think it's being called, what, like 10% now, right? 10%, which was the literal translation in, in French. And uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep. Yeah, that was another big hit for them and, and award winners. I mean, multiple Oscar nominations and wins for for that studio. So Brenda will be there throughout the entire conference. And and so if you want to have a chance to meet with one of the biggest power players in Hollywood, you definitely want to go to MMFM. Yeah, and what I like about her is that she understands. I think she's I mean, guys, this is like this really busy woman who's coming to our conference for the entire duration and she's spoken with us and she sees what we're doing. So Miami is what's bringing her here, you know, yeah, and, 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 and I, 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 I diversity. That's what she likes. Yeah. And I have to say, I mean, you mentioned Judas and the black Messiah, which they were nominated for a couple of uh, Academy awards for that. And actually Daniel Kalua won for yep. Judas and the black Messiah. And that's yeah. one, one of their projects, but I mean, you know, the strength of the Miami medium film market, even during the time period where there was a shutdown, uh, still being able to produce the show virtually and continue uh, shows the strength of it. Brenda Gilbert was there at the virtual version yes. of the Miami Media and Film Market. So this is, you know, her coming back from the first edition that she participated in to come back the following year. And that shows the strength of what is happening with uh, the MMFM. I mean, that's really great. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure uh, JL yeah, is going to no. tell us. <laughs> right, yeah. So so essentially, basically what, what happened was, and, you know, Patty knows that when we first, unfortunately, like everyone else in the industry and in the world had to shut down, we uh, decided to continue to move forward and creating at least virtual content via the MMFM Digital, which was the idea that we could do weekly virtual interviews we could do virtual conferences. We could do virtual workshops uh, throughout the past couple of years just to kind of continue the all the great momentum that we had in the first nine years of the MMFM and make sure that no matter what, that our constituents were getting the information, the content. We even did a pandemic special with uh, 
our, our other friend, you know, from a, the Florida project that we produce, What's Next Hollywood, if you guys remember that, uh, that we, we did a, like a two or three part special on what was going on in the industry during the height of the lockdown, which I think was very beneficial to the industry, but particularly to our local community as well. Yep. Yeah. So it's and, and then next year, what we'd like to see is now that we're opening up, but, you know, the getting taking more advantage of the digital of the MMFM digital, which you, you guys created and maybe doing, you know, hybrid type of conferences by by monthly or, or monthly that if some of networking events at chemical and, uh, you know, we have a, a, a co-working space. And maybe having, you know, start producers that that are writers that want to get their projects done and they want to hang out at Comic-Con and exchange ideas, you know, make it a little bit more and and continue that that everyday type of work, which will lead for for all of us to be prepared when somebody like Brenda Gilbert and other people that are coming, you know, you guys have something to show and to pitch to her or or there's a new pitch format jl that you were telling me that um la is really into you know uh, yeah and this this is great you know we just had a meeting this morning with the new miami uh miami-dade county film commissioner um but one thing that we were able to relay is the intimate nature of the mmfm that people do have the ability to connect directly with the people that come in you know that veil that's usually there in events like this, that velvet rope that's usually there in events like this is not present. And it has never been present in the Miami medium film market because the people that are coming here, they're open and, you know, for connection. And ultimately that's what it's all about, you know? So that's another big thing about the, the Miami medium film market. Yeah. I've been, I've been telling JL this consistently throughout the past month. Because this is this is really difficult to to produce the event, so we've done our part of putting all these super speakers and panelists and potential partners and pitchers. But now we need our community to help us and to register and to because you know if Brenda Gilbert is coming from Canada and she's taking you know three days, four days off from her super busy schedule. And uh, it's it's Miami creatives. We need to step up to the plate and we need to be there and then not say, oh, I wish could have, would have, should have. You know, we're giving you the opportunity to. Yeah, I did it. And I pitched it and it got made, you know, because we're bringing. And, and I think what the pandemic did is it leveled the playing field that everybody has an opportunity to get the project done. You know, yeah, absolutely. I think there's been a lot in terms of folks getting new opportunities uh, via the MMFM. And as Patty mentioned, we do have very sort of uh, interesting pitching opportunities as well. So it's not just going and listening to the experts speak and asking a couple of questions. If you are prepared and you have a project to pitch, whether it's a film or a television series or a digital media project or a reality show or maybe even a podcast, you can actually come to the MMFM with your materials and we will have a structure in place for you to actually have at least a little bit of time with some of our speakers in order to present your projects uh, during the conference. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about speakers. I want to mention two people that were part of MMFM and they're part of our family. You know, anytime someone's a speaker, 
anytime someone is connected to the Miami medium film market, they become a part of our family. But something just came up last week, a guest of ours, Jordi Villasuso, who actually was awarded at, um, I think five years ago, an award at the MMFM. He was just nominated for another another Emmy. So, you know, he's already won. He's won one Emmy and now he's nominated for another. And I'm going to mention another guest, Carlos Rafael Rivera, who he also won an award at MMFM. I'm not going to say his second Emmy because he had an Emmy before MMFM. I'm not going to say MMFM was responsible for that second Emmy that he won for the Queen's Gambit. The first one was for Godless. But, you know, he went on to win another Emmy for the Queen's Gambit. So we really do connect with the who's who of the industry that make their marks and continue to move forward and make more marks. Well, uh, JL's uh, colleague and friend, Craig Bernstein, I mean, remember the year that Lisa Bruce came before she won uh, for Theory of Everything? And then I believe she got nominated again for Darkest Hour. So, you know, we, it's like, guys, we bring uh, Academy Award nominees and winners. We bring Emmy Awards nominees and, and winners. And uh, and our dear friend, Luis Santero, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, received uh, a GLAAD Award because he wrote, uh, after, when he finished his career at Sesame Street, he wrote one of the last episodes uh, for Sesame Street that touched upon, you know, diversity, inclusivity, and he was very proud of that. So he just won that award in addition to his 21 Emmys. So, you know, we really do uh, bring a lot of of quality speakers that will help everybody get their projects made. Again, I, I want to emphasize that. Yeah, no, absolutely correct. And, you know, we, we do try to help as much as we can. But as Patty mentioned, in order for you to be a part of it, you have to register, you have to, you know, this will be our first live conference since 2019. So if you're there, if you're active, you know, it, and if you participate actively, then you're going to get so much more out of the conference as opposed to just kind of waiting in the wings or waiting to the last minute, because again, because it is a live conference and space is very limited, you want to make sure that you register early and that you're already starting to prepare your material, whether it's something that's already been shot, something that you're developing and really go on our website and know who the players are. That's something that I believe Brenda mentioned during her last virtual chat with us is I like it when folks come into a pitch with me and already know who I am, know who my company is, know what our DNA is so that we're not essentially wasting each other's time. And I think it's very important to use our website to do the research, get registered, prepare your material, and then try to be always among the first because the pitching sessions also fill up very quickly. So you have to sort of try to be the, the early bird that gets the worm, so to speak. Yeah, because this is not like an elevator pitch session that we've usually had. These are real pitches, so you guys can can get your projects uh, made. And if you want to, you know, all of the uh, of JL's sessions are on our website recorded. The links are there. So if you want to hear Brenda and learn more about her, you can get on and learn more about the people that you're going to be pitching to. So I think that's important. And the other part that you said, JL, is super important that we will not be doing registrations on site. If you're not registered before the event, you will not get in because, you know, we're still uh, with a certain COVID protocol to make everything safe. 
the hotel is as well. Our speakers have asked us as well too. So we have very, very limited availability and it has to be done prior to the event. So I encourage everyone to get to register as soon as possible because as soon as we reach the, our number, then, you know, it will be on a, a we'll, we'll have a wait list. Yeah, and then I wanna say something. You know, we've been talking about pitching and having your projects ready for the Miami medium film market. But look, this is not just an event for you to have a pitch ready. This is an event that you can learn. The educational aspect is one of the biggest components of the Miami medium film market. So if you don't have a project, you can come and you can learn from all of the big industry insiders, all the big people from the industry, and you can get the inside information on how to put together your project, the best ways towards um, forging that path towards your project. I mean, look, we've had uh, Karen Hall for you know several years coming. Uh, she's been nominated for you know eight, nine, ten Emmys. She is one of the biggest juggernauts of the industry, and she does one of the best development uh, uh, workshops around. And she shows you the nuts and bolts of how to put together your script, both in television and on screen, you know, and we've had a lot of these people from Gregory Allen Howard, who, uh, you know, his career has been from Remember the Titans to Harriet. And, you know, you mentioned Craig Bernstein, who's been in the the agency uh, field for so long. So he can tell you the nuts and bolts of how that works. And it's important if you want to get into the industry to understand that. We mentioned Carlos Rafael Rivera, who is uh, composing in the music, uh, Jordi Villasuso, who's an actor, and he did an acting outreach. So, you know, all of the different uh, access points of the industry are at the Miami Medium Film Market to teach, to teach and give the education of it. So this is really a, an opportunity on many different levels. People who are more advanced than they can bring their projects and connect, but people who are just you know, wanting to get their foothold into the industry as well. So there's a really funny, funny uh, uh, thing that happened at one of the first MMFMs, and I'm not going to say the name, but he's, you know, one of our favorite MMFMers and a good friend of JL's and you guys. And uh, he tells me the story all the time. He knew JL was in the industry and he went to MMFM and they went to school together and they've known each other since they were little. And he was in the audience and he was saying, hey, man, that sounds really cool. That sounds like fun. Why don't I do that? And now he's a working director and editor. So, you know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. And, and of course, but again, you have to sort of participate and jump in. And I think it's very important. What Kevin said is the industry knowledge that comes out of the MMFM, understanding the latest trends. And it's not just even for beginners or folks that are novices or curious, because even the working professionals and veterans, every year the industry is evolving so quickly. A lot of what we talk about on Screen Heat is the evolution of the streaming wars and how content is being developed and produced now, which is very different than even 10 years ago or five years ago. So even for the working professionals to kind of take a moment to get those updates to get the new way of how content is being developed, produced, marketed, distributed. That's all extraordinarily important knowledge. And we know in Hollywood, especially knowledge is power and knowledge is money. So having all that information over the couple of days is really an amazing and important asset to have in your producer and filmmaking toolkit. Yep. Yep. Very 
Very well said. So I think I think this has been a good sort of I think the best we can do to tell our community directly how important it is to yeah. register for the Miami media and film market. Again, if you just go to the website, MiamiMediaFilmMarket.org, you can also type Miami Media Film Market into Eventbrite and you'll be able to see all the registration options as well. So um, JL is saying register, but I'm going to tell you something else. And people who are in the industry understand this. It is about talent. But I mentioned this before, it's about connection, you know, so you get the insider information, you can apply that to the things that you're doing, but also, you know, understanding how to connect and how to network, which the Miami Medium Film Market, it really does provide that, that opportunity to network. And it's not just with the professionals that are brought in from the Miami Medium Film Market, but also networking with the people that are there. You know, there's writers, producers, directors, actors, all kinds of people attend the event. And, you know, projects can be fostered even with the people that are there internally. I mean, I've talked to over the years so many people and I've been able to add advice and, you know, different ways to help projects get made. But connecting with your peers, we have this podcast, JL and I. And, you know, we're talking about other projects and those things, but we came up together. And so when you come up together, that then gives you this connection. So it's connecting, of course, with the people that are coming, but also connecting with each other. And that's what this provides. It's an intimate enough space to provide for that connection. That's a wonderful point. It's, a, it's an amazing point because we have a lot of projects from our, our now new new family because you guys are family, you know, friends that are family. And then there's so many projects that we can't discuss, but that are getting serious attention in, in powerful places that came about because of the intimate con connections that were made at MMFM, you know, amongst everybody. And that ha have serious, uh, that are really seriously being looked at. So that was an excellent point, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. The networking is another key. The yeah. education, the pitching, the the sort of the industry trade knowledge that you need as part of your toolkit. Again, I'll say it again. And and just being part of the action. And there is so much action going on. Uh, even even at Chemical Studios, we're getting ready for another table read tomorrow. Yeah. And I think our uh, our art director just showed up upstairs. So it's always something, as Patty knows, going on in the world of MMFM. But we're so excited for all of you guys out there to really just join in on the action and be there live, be there in person if you can. And, and make sure that if you do that, you register early to make sure that you're, you are a part of this very limited, very exclusive, very intimate film and media event. Yep. So uh, this has been a great, great, great deep dive yes. into what the conference is, what it brings and the opportunities that the attendees can have. So um, Patty, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. No, thank you guys. Yeah, this was this was amazing. So, uh, thanks again, Patty. Thanks, Kevin. This is another Screen Heat Miami special edition. We'll be back with some other guests and some other great industry knowledge and tips uh, soon. But for now, I think it's time to sign off, my friend. That it is. <laughs> Bye. Okay, we'll see you on the next one.